the desert, O God, for us. In the name of Jesus, in our wasteland, O God, you said springs, O God, we come out, O God. In the name of Jesus, Lord, help us to see these things, O God, that you are doing, O God. In our lives, in the name of Jesus, you are the almighty God, the lion tribe of Judah, the beginning and the end, O God, we bless you, Lord, we exalt you, Lord, for the new things, O God, you are doing in our lives. Give us eyes, O God, to see. Give us eyes to see those new things, O God, that you are doing in our lives, O God. Help us, O God, not to dwell in the past, O God, in the name of Jesus. Every past incident, O God, that happened in our lives, Lord, help us, O Lord, to take it away from our mind, O God, and see the things, O God, that you are doing, O God, in our lives. In this season, in the name of Jesus. Father, Lord, we bless you. Lord, we give you praise, O God, we give you honor. Thank you, faithful God. Blessed be your holy name, O God. For in Jesus' holy and anointed name, we pray with thanksgiving. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Happy anniversary to all the women. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm reading from Psalm 117, from verse 1. It says, Praise the Lord, all you nations. Extol him, all you people. I'm going to say, Extol you, all Christ faith tabernacle. For For great is his love towards us. God's love has been great towards the women of royal destiny and even the church as a whole. And the faithfulness of the Lord endures forever. Praise the Lord. Let's just begin to thank the Lord. This is the 30th year, as our pastor has mentioned earlier. This is the 30th year for the women of royal destiny. Thank you, Lord, because indeed you have been faithful. Lord, for indeed great has been your love towards us. Lord, great has been your faithfulness towards us. Thank you for all the women in the house. Thank you for all the husbands in the house. Thank you for the children that you have given unto us. Thank you for you daily load us with blessings. Thank you, Lord, for the open heavens. Thank you, Lord, because you pour your blessing upon us. Indeed, Lord, we praise you from the depth of our hearts. We praise you, Lord, for your faithfulness. We praise you, Lord, for your loving kindness. Thank you, Lord, because you have showered us with blessings. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God of heaven. We exalt you. We magnify your name. Thank you, Lord, for what you're going to do in our midst in the name of Jesus. Isaiah chapter 44, verse 3 says, For I will pour water on thirsty land and streams on the dry ground. I will pour my spirit on your offspring. Father God, thank you, Lord, because you pour your blessing upon us even this week in the name of Jesus. You pour your rivers of water. You pour your water upon the dry land. Lord, you pour your refreshing upon every woman, every man, every child in this, this week in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your blessing. Thank you, Lord, for the healing that will be manifest in our midst in the name of Jesus. Lord, and as a woman of God and the man of God speak, you will pour refreshing upon them. Lord, they will receive from the throne of grace and it shall be poured out upon every soul in this season in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. God of heaven, we exalt your name. We magnify your name. In Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name, I will be taking my scripture from the book of First Samuel chapter 1. I'll read from verse 9. Once when they had finished eating and drinking in Shiloh, Anna stood up. Now, Eli the priest was sitting on a chair by the doorpost of the, of the, temp, of the Lord's temple. In bitterness of soul, Anna wept much and prayed to the Lord. And she made a vow saying, O Lord Almighty, if you will only look upon your servant's mystery and remember me, 
and not forget your servants, but give her a son, then I will give him to the Lord for all the days of his life. No razor will ever be used on his head. And the book of Malachi chapter 3, verse 16 reads, Those who fear the Lord talk to each other, and the Lord listen and heard. A scroll of remembrance was written in his presence concerning those who fear the Lord and honor his name. I want us to begin to pray for this service, for this week, for that which everyone would do in our lives, in the lives of all our women, that whatever may be the need of everyone that will enter into this auditorium this week, anyone that will join us online, that God will meet them at the points of their needs, that there will be transformation in the lives of every woman, every man, every child, every adult, that will come under the unction of this Shiloh that we are in from today. Lift up your voices and begin to pray. My God and my King, we thank you. The God of covenant, we exalt you, O oh God. We have come to another Shiloh, O oh God. We pray this morning, O oh God, for, the, for, for, for that which you are about to do. Thank you for the newness of life. Thank you, O oh God, for the strength. Thank you, O oh God, for the past 30 years, O oh God, that you inaugurated this, this women of real destiny, my God and my King. Lord, you have been faithful. Lord, you have been faithful. Lord, you have been faithful. Thank you, O oh God, for the voice of God that have gone throughout the universe, O oh God. We praise you, my God and my King. Thank you, O oh God, for the president, Reverend Omar Williams, my God and my King. Thank you, O God, for sustaining us, O God. Thank you, O God, for all our pastors. Thank you, O God, for all our deaconesses. Thank you, O God, for everyone you have established throughout, my God and my King. What a faithful God you are. Ancient of days, we thank you, O God. We have come to another Shiloh, O God. We ask, O God, as you remember Hannah, O God, remember everyone, O God, that will come into this sanctuary in this week, my God. Whatever may be their need, O God, we arise, O oh God. Revelation will be given, O oh God, through the administration of your servants. Lord, I pray, my God, let your anointing flow through her. Let your glory flow through her. As she ministers, my God and my King, let unction from heaven, let it rest upon your servants, O oh God. We declare this morning, O oh God, every woman, O oh God, remember her women. Remember her women. Remember her women. Lord, I pray, O oh God, grant them wisdom. Grant them knowledge. Grant them understanding, O oh God. Build your home, oh God. Build your home, oh God. Lord, we thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. We're going to take our next prayer point from the book of Exodus, and I read from chapter 33, from verses 15 to 19. Then Moses said to him, If your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. How will anyone know that you are pleased with me and with your people unless you go with us? What else will distinguish me and your people from all the other people on the face of the earth? And the Lord said to Moses, I will do the very thing you have asked, because I am pleased with you, and I know you by name. Then Moses said, and this is where our prayer point is going to come from, Now show me your glory. And the Lord said, I will cause all my goodness to pass in front of you, and I will proclaim my name, the Lord, in your presence. I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. We're going to ask the Lord as we kick off the Women of Royal Destiny Convention today that the Lord should show us his glory from today and that the Lord will cause his goodness to go before us into this week 
and that he will proclaim his name upon each and every person that attends this conference and he will have mercy and compassion on us and that when we go back into the world we will be transformational people that bring about the kingdom of God in this time and in this generation. Let's lift up our voices and pray. Father, we ask today that you would show us your glory. Show us your glory. We want to encounter your glory. How will they know that we are sent by you, Father Lord Jesus? We are gathering, O Lord, this week, not in our flesh, Father Lord Jesus, but because we have an expectation of encounter with you. We have an expectation of experiencing, O Lord, your glory, your power. We have an expectation, O Lord Jesus, of being transformed, O Lord, being renewed, being empowered in such a way that resonates, that it would transform the communities that we live in, that it would transform the schools that we attend, that we would transform the workplaces that we work in. Father, Lord, show us your glory. Let there be a tangible manifestation of the presence and the glory of the Most High God, even in this sanctuary. From today, Father Lord, we want to encounter you, Father Lord Jesus. When Moses encountered you, the glory of the Lord was resonant on his face. People looked upon him and could see that he had encountered you. Father, we are asking for the same. Show us your glory. Cause your goodness to go before us in this week in the mighty name of Jesus. We want to encounter your goodness through the ministration of the word, through the ministration of songs of praises and worship. We want to experience your goodness, O Lord Jesus, through our interactions with one another. Father, have mercy on us in this week and show us your compassion. In Jesus' mighty name we've prayed. Amen and amen. Good morning, everyone. Surely God is our salvation. We will trust and not be afraid. The Lord, the Lord is our strength. He's our song. And he has become our salvation. With joy, we will draw water from the wells of salvation. In that day, we will say, give thanks to the Lord. Call on his name. Make known among the nations what he has done and proclaim that his name is exalted. God has done so much for us in this church. And today, and that day to come, hallelujah, we will say what the Lord has done among the nations. They sing to the Lord for he has done glorious things. The reason why you have to shake that body this morning, where we have to sing and everybody use their instrument well, it's because God has done glorious things for us, Christ Street Tabernacle. Let this be known to all the world. Shout aloud and sing for joy, people of Christ Street Tabernacle. For great is the Holy One of Israel amongst us this morning. With that in mind, let us lift up our right hand and read the book of Psalm 24. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof the world and all that dwelleth therein. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his heart to what is false, nor swear deceitfully. He shall receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, O God of Jacob. Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, 
and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of glory. Amen. Psalm 145. I will exalt you, my God, the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of your mighty acts. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty. And I will meditate on your wonderful works. They will tell of the power of your awesome works. And I will proclaim your great deeds. They will celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. All you have made will praise you, O Lord. Your saints will extol you. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might, so that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is faithful to all his promises and loving towards all he has made. The Lord upholds all those who fall and lifts up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you, and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and loving towards all he has made. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever. Amen. Oh, 
just begin to remember how God has been in your life throughout the course of this year. Some people began this year and they haven't reached this day. God is faithful. He's never left you nor forsaken you.
together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a faithful God we have. And what a faithful God we serve. You are very welcome to this Sunday. That is marking the beginning of the woman of real destiny. And the last week of the first month of the last quarter, 2023, for what God had done for you, what you have had God done for others from January to this time, put your hands together for the living God. He is faithful. God is faithful. God is just faithful. Hallelujah. Please take your seat in the heavenly place. Amen forevermore. What a glorious day and a glorious season that we are on planet earth. Hallelujah. Please. I'm happy to be your pastor. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm very proud of you. <laughs> Amen. Satan is in a big, big time trouble. Wow. With Christ with tabernacle in England, the devil will know that Jesus is Lord. <laughs> he will, we will bend his knees by force and by fire. For in the name of Jesus... At the name of Jesus, every knee must bow. You know, I'm so glad to be with you. And I'm so glad to begin to anticipate next year, 2024. I've started 24 from June, when the Lord began to speak to us about 2024. And as God has instructed me, I have been teaching you. Because the first thing the Lord told me is this. He will visit Christ with Tabernacle Church Global in 2024. And 2024 is very significant and prophetic because I remember from 2019, God has begun to tell us about 2024. When the Lord began to tell us about the financial distress that will be around, I want the children to stay with me today, please. Those who are children's teachers, just let them stay with me here. So I've been talking to you about um, what God has been revealing to us about succession of events like COVID, the month is coming, like uh, financial distress in England when it's starting, when interest rate will go up. It's interesting that God has interest in all these things. <laughs> people just, some people think that God is just spiritual, 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 and church is just for spiritual, spiritual. No, 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 no. Prophets are not given to people to be telling their fortune. The Bible says in Second Chronicles 2020, believe in prophets, you will prosper. But it said believe in God first. So anybody who does not believe in God and he believe in any prophet, he will fail. He will not prosper. Because prophets are supposed to reveal what God is showing them about the future. And they are not supposed to scare people. They are supposed to encourage, establish, and comfort that is what prophetic gift is all about. Wherever you see prophetic that does not encourage you or comfort you or establish you, according to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 14, 
That is not from God. If there's a prophet in the land, God reveals to them instructions that will help God's people to reach destiny. They don't scare God's people about the people I want to talk about today and let you know who you are. And so in the first week from July, the Lord told me to teach you about salvation. That you must be sure that you are born again. And that I did for that time. Beginning from salvation, then we went into the life of Christ in you. Who are really sons of God. Not everybody who comes to church is going to heaven. Isn't it? Jesus says, not everyone who calls me Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of Valor. Even not everyone who preach is going to heaven. Jesus said this in Matthew 24. And so I was teaching you about what is the evidence that you are born again. Because you need to be sure when you are alive that you are born again. Not by conviction, but by comparing your life with the scriptures. That talks about these are the fruits of anyone going to heaven. You know, yesterday, you know, two days ago, we put the, the body of uh, Brother Emmanuel to, to, to rest, buried him. But on Thursday, we had a convocation here. But on Friday, his carcass was here. The guy is in heaven already enjoying himself. <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody. I envied him for that. Because he had gone ahead of me. And he had become my champion in resurrection. Amen, somebody. So when the trumpet shall blast tomorrow, if it does, Brother Emmanuel will, will rise before us. Amen forevermore. And, but I said so many things about him, which, you know, summarize all my lectures I've been teaching you, which the Lord told me to teach you. You must be certain that you are born again. Not because you say you confess Jesus, but by the evidence of transformation of your life. I read two scriptures on, on, the, on these funeral uh, services, you know, the whole program. I read two scriptures which I wanted to show you. I read one because of people who came to church and they were not born again. And on that day I saw a, a bunch of boys who plaited their hair. And they had the guts to come to the house of God with Plotted hair. And I had the gods to tell them that they are Satan worshippers. If any boy plot hair, you are demonized. That is what the name is called. Put for me, Shogu Priest, on the screen now. You know, because in your mind, I want to expose something to you today that will help you. Watch the way you behave is a function of something speaking in your mind. Because Every one of us dressed here today, we thought about what we wear. We just didn't, your clothes didn't just jump on you. So you had a reasoning about what you wear. Look at that man, that's your good priest. That's where the culture of man plaiting hair comes from. Anybody who plaits hair, whether you believe it or not, forget it. You are oppressed. Yeah, yesterday, or two days ago, when I saw those boys, I saw demons pulling some of them in their lips, demons pulling their neck. And I said, look, look, I pitied these ones because they are ruined already. Unless they repent, disaster is being determined for them. It is not a matter of belief. It is a matter of the manifestation will convince you, but it will be too late. And I told you, to come to church does not take you to heaven. 
Really, I think I'll read something to you. They can take that off my map. That's the priest of Satan. Really, do you have the one that um, was spewing fire from his mouth? With that plaited hair and earring? A man that wears earring, that's the spirit. Can you see him? This is not film trick. This is when the demon that commanded him to plait hair and wear earring manifested. Fire came out of his mouth. They worship this idol in my own family. So I'm not telling you what I'm thinking. And if anybody hear me on the television that will want to take, it, take me up on it, I want to see you. I want to see you. There are some things that I will say that this congregation, English congregation, you know, the Christian English congregation don't understand. If there are witches among you who are white witches, when I'm talking, they understand what I'm talking about. And the white witches delude many people in England that witchcraft is just a craft. So let me say this to you, therefore. In this time, this season that we're living is the end time. And I helped you to know this, that you must be very careful who you listen to. You must be very careful who directs your life. The way as a man thinking in his heart, so he is. You know, I use that burial service to instruct people and to inform people. You know, concerning those who are born again, what did Jesus say? There are two kinds of people I saw, or three, of course, those who are God's children and they are heavily bound. Those who are serving Jesus as Emmanuel served Jesus and he's in heaven now. They are going to meet him in heaven. I talked about those ones and let you know the paradise that is waiting for you. But I also talked about, I saw in the congregation people who are, you know, Muslims or people who, and other people who just don't believe in anything. So I addressed those two uh, by reading the book of uh, John, chapter 14, verse 5. It says, Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where we are going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus said, shall we read it together, please? Jesus answered, I am the truth. Huh? There is no religion that takes you to heaven, but Jesus. No name takes you to heaven but Jesus. Then I said to you also, for those of you who claim to be Christians, so that you may not gather with Christians on earth, die and go to hell. Because any one of us can die any minute. I can leave this place now, at that door, I drop dead. Not because I'm sick. Of course, I don't have any sickness. I told you yesterday, and two days ago, there are two times in your life you cannot determine. When you were born, and when you will die. And even those that walk with God, and God told them to get ready for death, they did not know the hour. And there are two things, events that happen in your life, you have no control over them. You did not determine when you were born, and what your parents did concerning you when you were born. You can't determine it. When you have died, and you are buried, some other people will decide what to do. Those two events are most powerful for man. That's the reason why everybody should be very conscious. You, you, are, you are a tenant in this world. You are not an owner. Your tenancy will expire sometime, either long or short. And Christians, those who, who believe in Christ, should be very, very careful. Because the work of Satan is increasing. 
Today, I want to talk to you about you, you know, God's end time army. That's the top topic. God's end time army. That's what I'm talking about. But you need to understand this before we go into it. So, the battle of this world is between two people. Between the kingdom, or let me see, between two kingdoms. Two kingdoms, not people. Kingdoms. The kingdom of Satan and the kingdom of, of God. Satan was cast out, Revelation chapter uh, 12, go and read that from verse 1 to 12. Satan was cast out of heaven to the earth. And the Bible says, woe to the earth, for the devil has come into you. But Jesus came down from heaven to die. So that people who have been doomed by sin will receive forgiveness. And then they will be free. From the consequence of sin. For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life. But I could say that my lecture with you for July, August, September was summarized during the funeral. When I read to you from the book of John 10. And in John 10, 27, it says, My sheep listen to my voice. I know them. And they follow me. I give them eternal life. And they shall never perish. No one can snatch them out of my hands. And I showed you some things in these scriptures. The first thing that Jesus said is that his sheep hear his voice. Not only that, they listen to his voice. So if you are in church and you don't listen to the voice of the Lord, you are just not a sheep. But you can decide to be. Hmm. Then he says, they follow me. They don't follow the world. The world don't dictate to them. It is the Bible that dictates to them. And they don't follow people who call themselves ministers, perverts. People who, who teach, do what I say, but I can do anything. You don't follow people like that. You follow people who are, who are nuisance. If you're an intelligent man, you will soon become like them. An intelligent man that is instructed by a fool, it's a matter of time. He will soon be reprogrammed from intelligence to foolishness. And so, we understand that we follow Jesus. If you are truly born again, the spirit of Christ in you will not follow anything contrary because that's a testimony that you are really born again. You don't need to be taught the truth. You know the truth. So when the truth is taught, you know. When lie is taught and truth is, is sugar-coated and then falsehood is sown, you know that. You don't, you don't believe a man because of his title or because of his person, persona. You believe a man because he's speaking the truth. Because you have the common sense of the Holy Ghost to read and understand the truth. Even if you have not read it and they are talking about it, you will know it. And you have the right to refuse anything that is not the word of Christ. Anything not based on Christ, you mustn't take it. Really, your spirit will, it will irritate your spirit and you will reject it. That is evidence that you are born again. But if they introduce things to you that the enemy had... had established, and you are gravitating towards it is because you need salvation. You need salvation. You may be ordained bishop, as I'm talking, 
You may be Pope, anything. Apostle, prophet, you may be anything. Ordained. Because we know that not everybody ordained is called by Jesus. I was, t- I was talking to the German church yesterday that, you know, everybody who is born again is given gifts. All these children have gifts given by the Holy Spirit. But then those who are called by God to be ministers in the kingdom, they receive divine revelation of God. You don't think that I'm a pastor. You don't think that I'm an evangelist. Oh, I'm an apostle. I just wake up second day, Lambasta said with the title, and then everybody will call you what you are not. It is when the occasion will warrant your manifestation that people will know that you are mediocre. It's like somebody who is an imposter saying that I'm a lawyer or I'm a doctor. And then somebody has a case and he can run to you and he suspects you to go and represent him as a lawyer. That's when we know that you are just an imposter. Or talk to you about, you know, some barrier issue that is going through and you claim to be a doctor and you couldn't function. So you have many imposters in the church of God. And you, born of God, must not follow it. Follow them. You mustn't follow them. Do you know why I'm telling you this? There are two kingdoms on earth. The kingdom of God and the kingdom of devil. I came from the root of the kingdom of Satan. I'm now born in the roots of the kingdom of God. As my, 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 my family and my ancestors saw devil face to face, and my father saw demons face to face, talk with demons, instruct them, command them, and do all manners of atrocities to demons. So I also see the Lord Jesus. See angels. Receive the instruction of the Holy Spirit. And work for God. And I believe it is the same state with every one of you who have made up your mind to serve Jesus Christ, our Lord. So therefore, what was the function of my father when he was a Satanist? He was a soldier of the devil. What is my functioning as a servant of the Most High, a child of the Most High, not, not servant of God, a child of the Most High, a soldier of Jesus Christ? There are two arms of soldiers of the kingdom the physical arm, visible, and the invisible arm. If you look at the book of Ephesians, Chapter 2, let me read you from verse 1. You have two arms of infantry of, of the two kingdoms. Alright? One arm are invisible spirits. So with Satan, the invisible part of Satan, in his infantry, they are demons. Don't worry about the philosophy or, or all this theological wrangling about whether a demon is this or that. Demon is what the Bible calls demons. They are fallen angels. Demons don't give birth to demons. Only man can give birth. Jesus said, angels do not have gender. So, and he said, when we rapture, we'll be like angels. And all demons of this world were fallen angels. They have nothing to do with Nephilim, like some people say. They lie. They are fallen angels. They have never worshipped demons. In their family, they don't worship devils. They don't know what they are talking about. What the Bible says is accurate. There was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. 
And the dragon and the angels, his angels fought back. And they were not strong enough. And they lost their place in heaven. And it says that old serpent, isn't it? Ancient serpent called the devil or Satan. I hope you are with me. Go back to the next verse and read with me, you in that place. It says, who leads the whole world astray? That is his function. The function of the, of the kingdom of Satan is to lead the whole world astray. That's their mandate. To lead everybody astray. What is the dead end of the astray? The Bible tells me, I was reading that yesterday. Because I continue to research more concerning Brother Emmanuel when, you know, that is dependent. And the Lord began to talk to me again to look into where are you going when you die? I didn't have time for the people who came, you know, they're not really my concern. My concern is you here. Are you with me now? And I saw again that the dead end, when Satan leads a people astray, the first dead end is hell. Or sure. And then the eternal dead end is lake of fire. When people die now, they know they don't know Jesus, they go to hell. Anybody that allows Satan to lead him, go to hell. No mercy once you die. Hell straight. There is no visa to go to heaven for anybody who does not follow Jesus Christ. You can see uh, I used to be a member of Christ Tabernacle. And Jesus said that, I know the members of Christ with Tabernacle. Because if you belong to a member in a, in, in, in a professional body, you are guided by the principles. If you are a member of CFC, and Jesus will tell you that, I know what Apostle Williams taught you. So are you, if, you are guided, if you are not guided by it, sorry, you are not part of them. You are not a practitioner. The end is lake of fire. But those who do not allow Satan to deceive them, they did not allow the kingdom of hell to lead them astray. They are focused on eternity with Jesus Christ. And so they wash their robes every day in the blood of the Lamb. They enter into paradise. I'll talk to you more about that in November. But this day, I want to help you understand the both kingdoms and the both armies that exist upon the face of the earth. Go back to my Ephesians. It says, as for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins, in which you used to live, when you followed the ways of this world and the ruler of the kingdom of the air. Okay? The spirit who is now at work in those who are what? Disobedience. Look at the next verse. I want to look at this verse critically. He says, all of us, including myself, including my father, used to live at one time. <clears throat> All of us lived among them at one time, doing what? Gratifying the cravings of sinful nature. So, before we got born again, anything sin dictates is what we love. A woman will open her breast. She does not have shame anymore. When a young girl is anywhere in the world, grows to the age where she begins to grow some breasts. You will see them trying to cover it 
Isn't it? It's natural. It's natural. Even if you don't put pants on them, they don't care. But that breast, they cover. Before they grow to recognize that they need to put on pants as well. That is the natural instinct of God in every human. Let me say something to you. But then, when a person grows up, and he is in the world, a girl will think, to open my laps and open my bums, that is the way. What's going on? His spirit is working. He called the prince of the air. Similarly to the men who want to look like women, and a man will begin to put earrings on. I mean, naturally they should be ashamed. But because they are under the influence of the devil. Plat your ear, man. Which is the culture of women? And you are not ashamed? Under the control of Lucifer. The Bible says, when we were in the world, we did whatever our flesh wants. Bleach your body, change the color, and cause your body cancer. And when the skin cancer begins, you go to God and begin to ask for healing. The God you did not serve, the God you did not give honor to, the God you did not thank for the way he had colored you. Why we in the world we did those things to ourselves? Why? The devil is in the business of making you to destroy yourself. Understand? His purpose is to lead you astray. You who was born right, trained right, and you have a destiny ahead of you. Devil rejoices when he can derail you so that that destiny will never happen. And you will not have anyone to blame but yourself for listening to his instruction. That is what happened. This scripture says, we, you know, in our sinful nature, following the desires and thoughts, the way we think, that's why we act. Even when we know that that, that action is, is not right. But we think so, I just do it. You know, I own myself, I just do what I like. That's the kind of life we're living. Listen to me. Excuse me. <laughs> let, let, let me. Let me show you this first. So, we follow the desires and thoughts in our head of our, of, our, of our physical body. Like the rest, we were by nature object of what? Rats. Or rats, they call it. Some people call it rats. Uh, so. And the terminus where Satan, when Satan mislead the person, the terminus is lake of fire. Rats of God. Wrath of God. In wrath, there is no mercy. Jesus first came to be nailed. He's coming back, not to be nailed again, but to judge. In his nailing, he was so compassionate. He was the expression of compassion and mercy. In his judgment, he comes in bitter anger. Of God most high. Rots. There is no mercy. Am I talking to you? But let me show you something therefore. Go back to verse 1. So in verse 9 it says. As for you. You were dead. In transgressions and sins. That is reckless. In which you used to live. 
when you follow the ways of this world. So, Satan, to achieve his ultimate goal, he set up several ways in the world. All right? And I will show you the kingdom which you believe belong to. Just about 10 minutes, I'll finish this one and go into the kingdom. <laughs> so, he established ways of the world. They call what here carnival in England. And I went to research on carnival. And I found that I came from my village. Yes, that's what they call carnival. My grandfather was a slave. And I can say this anywhere. So no one can say to me that, but you are not. I was. That's why I'm Williams. I, my name is Alfred Theophilos. They just inserted my baton there to identify where I come from. Williams. Okay? I had to go and research what is the original name of my family. Because we lost it. They took my grandfather a slave in 18 something. Thank God for the man who took him as a slave, bought him as a six-year-old boy. He bought him because he didn't have a child. Mr. Williams. And he raised my grandfather, sent him to primary school in Sierra Leone, secondary school, and then Forabe College, which was a university then. And there he graduated as a chartered engineer. And the man gave him his royal charter. And told him the whole story because that man was so kind. He got the story of my grandfather's family. Who is the father? Where did he come from? And he kept on telling him, You are not white, you are black. Though you are Williams, you inherit my estate. I adopt you as my son. But this is where your people come from. The father, they took him anywhere. The mother, the, your brothers, they took them wherever they took them to. But you know, when the rest of my kindred were going to Brazil and going to Caribbean to be settled, they carry Shongu, they carry Oya, they carry the Obatala. Those are the idols we worship. They went with their idols. And then they started the Kariva, which is what we celebrate in my clan. So, if you look at it, they celebrate many colors. At the same time, many nudity. Seduction. Satan uses it to breathe into the atmosphere. Spirit of seduction. Spirit of immorality. So that people can be caught up in the cobweb of the devil. And who will save them if not Christ? And if they miss Jesus, hell straight. Hell straight. It's direct entry. We, devil slept. He did not know that people like me, who know the truth, will be sent to the England to tell the, to let people know the truth. Ah, we went to Glastonbury to go and check, to preach the gospel. The scout went to go and check. They entered shops owned by a white person, and in the shop they saw Shogo. And he asked the white person, do you know this deity? He said, yes, it's Shango. He didn't call it Shango. He's, he's a white man. He said it's Shango. He pronounced it better than them. Am I talking to you? Yes, sir. And he said that, why do you have this in your shop? He said, but we are witches. We worship them. Oya is there. Shango is there. Buddha is there. Mention the God of your family. He's there. In England. 
Not so by Africans, white, English. And they, were, they began to speak what we call offer, incantation, spell. And they were introducing them to it. But you Africans now, you should know these things. Mm-hmm. But they went to preach the gospel to them. This is not it. It's not the Tafaji in Nigeria. It is England. If you doubt me, join my intercessors team, the JT. We are going there now to go and visit our brothers and brethren. If Lucifer is God, then let us serve him. But if Jesus is the Lord, he will be served forever. Let me say this to you. The Bible tells you and I there are ways set up by Satan. And he said, when we were sinners, we didn't have Holy Ghost, we followed those ways. Because those ways appeal to what our sinful body and sinful nature desires. And by object, by default, we are members of the wrath of God. So, in the kingdom of Satan, therefore, Ephesians help us to understand better. Look at chapter 6 from verse 10. It says, Finally be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Yes. Put on the full armor of God. No. I want Ephesians chapter chapter No, 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 no. Let's go on. Let me read from there. From here, you will understand it better. We won't jump the gun. Put on the full armor of God so that you can what? Take your stand against the devil's schemes. Did you see that? The same thing he called ways. Alright? Devil is a schemer. A schemer is somebody who has, who is tactics, tactical. He has tactics. That can beat you. And then he went for the say. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood. He's talking about the elements of the kingdom. Give me King James Version on that word. Because Christians are very much used to those languages in King James for this. He says we wrestle not against flesh and blood. But against principalities. That's a category. Against powers. That's another category. Against rulers of darkness. And spiritual hordes. Of wickedness. Now let me say this to you. In the chamber of spiritual hosts of wickedness. Are human agents. Who are the infantry of Satan. Principal powers. Even in the rulers of darkness, there are some human beings that are privileged by Satan to be part of rulers of darkness. It talks about the cohorts of evil spirits. Ah. You know, Hitler was said to be a man, isn't it? But my father told me that when he was, in the days of Hitler, my father was a Satanist in Africa. He went to the land of the spirit, they call it. And the, the demons were not resident. He asked them, that, where are these evil spirits? And they said they went to Europe from Africa. He said, what did they go to do? Oh, he said they are fighting for a man called Hitler. He said, what is his mandate? 
Oh, his mandate is to kill all Christians and Jews. He said, okay, uh, the, 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 the spirit, that is the watch spirit, he said, these are all my powers. He started giving him his own demonic power. And he said, he called the spirits that some of the demons that work with him. He said, they should go and empower them and go and make that mission achievable. So you have human agents who are in the hierarchies of Satan. When the devil calls his agents, spiritual agents, to decide what they would do in England or they would do in Israel or they would do in your village or they would do to one family, they are one of those people that are human agents who have gone so far with Satan, who sit in the council. Then they will come in and instruct all the subsidiary agents, like witches, wizards, and occultics, all manners of them. And then you will see them in action. Do you know that this week there was a conference in Croydon of all witches? Come on now, do you not know it? How many of you knew about the meeting? Uh, it's a pity. Christians should be circulating information. I saw it on your, on your is it, uh, um, WhatsApp group. There is a place in Croydon. That building is dedicated to Satan. And they have witchcraft conference global every October. Where you call Halloween. Halloween is not a... a uh, social gathering. Halloween is a celebration of Lucifer, similar to Christians celebrate Christmas. If you, are, if you are born in England, you should know about that. If you don't know about that, then you are born somewhere else. Even those of us who came from somewhere else, we know that Halloween is a celebration of witchcraft and of Lucifer. That's the reason why they, they, they put dumpling and they put those images and scary stuff. You think those things are just jokes? No, 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 they are real. No, witches don't hold meetings for peace to reign in a country. If you watch after their meeting, tragedy strikes the cities. Unless if Christians are dealt with the atmosphere in prayer. It is in Nigeria, you see witches, and they will say that I'm not a witch. In England, witches will tell you that I'm a witch. Are you interested? Uh, yeah. They have the place where they hold their meeting tonight, VG. They too will put on their black and black and put wizard in front and wizard at the back. And they are going for their vigil. This is a free country, my friend. United Kingdom. Satan has advanced to the place whereby sometimes he makes himself plain. In Africa, a witch can be in service and be jumping with you like Shakirat. You remember? <laughs> Jumping in night vision until God, the power of God exposed her and she began to manifest with crowd in one of our meetings in Lagos. But do, I tell the witches in Nigeria or Africa that you are useless witches. If you are a witch, come to England. Which in England will let you know that I'm a witch? I mean, what's about that? Hmm? And which in Nigeria, they'll be hiding their heads somewhere and say, No, 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 no. I'm a priest of God. I'm a man of God. I'm a born again. <laughs> they are witches who. Join choir, join everywhere. Maybe they are even more dangerous than English witches. Who knows? <laughs> because they are really camouflage. But let me tell you, this scripture tells you schemes of the devil. But it says also here 
We are not wrestling against human beings. But there are human beings as agents of the devil, and there are spirit beings. Now I close the case of the devil. Let me talk about you then. You need to know what I just said for you to understand where we're going. If you look at all this infantry of Satan, Druism, witchcraft, name them, all those organization clubs that Satan set up, they are effective. You will not see them. Their boys do what, God did, what their devil didn't tell them. In, in Satanism, if they give you rule, you break it. They will give you a dirty blow to teach you that you don't make such mistake here. They are the most disciplined. But Christians is where you see some people be telling, what is that apostle saying? Uh-uh. Show me in the Bible, show me in the Bible, show me in the Bible, show me in the Bible. And if you show them, they will still say that uh, maybe. You know why? Because God doesn't punish you immediately. Because he has reserved his punishment to the end. And his mercy is still for you now. Maybe you will repent. That's why. That's why. Even you see some ministers now who are, who are like, um, like a mad person. I don't know. Um, where's my, where is my telephone? Bring it. I want to send something now to the, the video section. It's my son. One of my sons came to me as a prophet. And very, very popular in London. He grew up here before he left. At his tender age. And people are following him all over the place. And when the time was up, the Lord pulled the strings. And he went from one to the other. And then the Lord opened his mind. You came from a father. Go to him. And he called me. Haven't I heard all what he's doing? I said, come, come, son. He came. He's taller like this. I'm not joking. Huge. And when he came to me, I said, he said, Dad, I said, I'm not your father. I was holding him. I said, I'm not your father. Ah, he says, Dad, why did you say that? I said, look at your father. I looked like Jesus. Who do you look like? I said, you are a strong priest. Ah, he says that. I'm born again. I said that's why Satan is messing you up now. I will give it to you. He will be happy because I'm proud of him now. He had plattered his hair. And his hair was so long. I want you to you will do you will do something for me. This is him in Israel. Send this. You know how to do this thing. You are an electric, I mean, a computer engineer. This one. And if you go further, you will see this. This is this. This is, this was my son. This, this. This. This they should show last. And this and this. Let me send it to the presentation section. You know presentation? <laughs> it's in that place. Ah, I say you don't look at me. I said, a man whose hair is like this. You will see visions, but they are demons. <laughs> they will appear to you in white robe, but they are evil spirits. My father used to do those things. Son, I said all this I can't in Jesus' name. 
I must not see this hair on your head tomorrow. I must not see this hair on you tomorrow. He said, yes, dad. So, I took him to my office and talked heart to heart with him. Because see, the person who has swum, if you are a swimmer, and you did the contest and swam uh, the ocean, if they bring you to a swimming pool, you cannot be afraid of drowning. Because you have swum against the tide, and you know how to dock. My eyes have seen both the kingdom of Satan and the kingdom of God with these eyes. My house has seen men walking on the streets, but they are oppressed by demons. My house has seen people in church. I was in the church in Lagos. I called people for healing, prayer line, for healing. People came out, and the head of the ushers, very, very sophisticated woman looking, well-dressed, Okay? And she was presiding over the people. This is the woman when I came. Ah, yeah, you are men of God, you are welcome, you are welcome. And she served me food, I ate it, drank, I drank the tea. She went to prepare my tea, brother, I drank it. Not knowing that she's deep in occultism. And when I began to lay hands on people, and I got to her, the Lord opened my eyes. <laughs> I stopped. I called the pastor who was following me, a bishop. This woman, he said, ah, that's the head of us. I said, yeah, I want to lay hands on your head and I want you to get yourself ready. Arm yourself. At this time, bishop will say, ah, mm. <laughs> You better don't invite me to your church <laughs> if you are not really looking for God. <laughs> Because anywhere I go, who is there? Anywhere you go, who is there? (laughs) You know, there's a song in my dialect that says, I love it. When I go to them, I I, I speak their language. He said, Nibolako legbelaye loryoketa bipetele niagiju Atagbala kose uje suwa nibe hallelujah ayoloje be motiri dari jiba nibi kibi ti mubawa kose uje Suwa. Pastor Ben, interpret. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen forevermore. I want you to know this. What the song says is this. If you are a child of God, wherever you are, the Lord is with you. You don't understand that. If, if I was serving Satan, anywhere I were, Satan is there. When I lay hands on the woman, she rolls and becomes like a ball. What physical man cannot do? Because she's full of bones, isn't it? But she rolled and became like a ball. Demons do all manners of nonsense. 
the spirit in her was, was making such a loud noise that some people have to cover their ear. And she rolled like that on the aisle without stretching to the end. And she now said, bah! And everything. I just left it. Once I said the word, you don't have to help the word. The word will finish its job. All demons, I lay hands on others and they were healed. At that time, you know, everybody was very careful. If you are of devil, quickly out of the line. <laughs> out of the line. <laughs> out of the line. That I call deliverance. Not the one you hold head of people and you are pushing their head and they are pushing you. We don't know who is having demon. And you are coming. And you are saying, come out. And this are saying, mm. <laughs> Hallelujah. You are God's infantry or not, man. (laughs) Now, let me tell you. Jesus now had gone up. And Satan is producing more of human agents. And that is the reason why you are called by Jesus Christ. Take your virus and write. So you have all these clubs set up by the devil. From primary school to deceive children. Children who have prominence and great destiny, in a short while, soon be deceived by somebody giving them five pounds, ten pounds, and telling them to go and get credit card numbers. And then, a child, prominence in destiny, is caught in the cobweb of stealing. And the life of that child, destroyed. It would tell some women that, you know, that happened to a number of university students. You see those girls, they will fling money and all stuff. And if you are saying, oh, that's interesting, where do you work? Oh, they said it's sugar daddy. What do you mean by that? Oh, I thought it was only Nigeria sugar daddy, but I recognize that it's English word. It came from England. And before you know it, a girl who has been keeping herself will lose her virginity for nothing. And then... A life that is a bright, shining light for future will become a wreck. Schemes of the devil. He will bring to a boy. You can just live with her for a, just once. And that one time, you caught AIDS. The one you slept with got pregnant. And your ambition crashed. Few years after you discover that you have syphilis, and the doctor said, We can't help you with this. What you will endure for the rest of your life? How could Satan push you to get involved in it? Because Satan is in the place all the time to make man rebel against God. And this is the reason why God instituted the church. So that the people that Jesus number will be trained in the military of God. And God can now depend on you and send you out. So, Jesus made provision for any sin that we have committed beforehand to be forgiven. But now that we are born of God... All God has singled us out. He says, my sheep hear my voice. And the voice of strangers they will not follow. They follow me. 
and nothing can take them away from me. You see, something in the scripture that really, one of the things that, that, that pumps me up is in the, is in the book of um, uh, 1 Peter 5, I think, 17. Let me see that very quickly. It's so powerful. 1 Peter 5, 1 Peter 5 17. No, first John, I mean. First John, not Peter. 5.17. It says, all wrongdoing is sin, and there is sin that does not lead to death. And the next verse says, we know that anyone born of God does not continue to sin. That he does not become a sin practitioner. Repenting every time and going back to the same sin. Then that person is not born again. Then he says, The one who was born of God keeps him safe. And what's the next lie? Let's read together. I can't hear you. That word is so strong, you know. What about, demon, what about Christians that says that demon is after them? Then you are not born again. That's it. You don't need deliverance. You need repentance. My Bible says the evil one cannot harm you. Something is scratching me when I sleep. It's because of where you were. When you were awake. If you didn't go to the adjoin, they won't follow you to your sleep. Because the evil one cannot harm you. Oh, somebody cast spell on me. You to cast spell on them, God spell. God's spell will demolish satanic spell. Because the kingdom of God is above the kingdom of the devil. The, God, the spell of Satan has no credence over you if you are truly in the kingdom of God. This is what my Bible says. And this is the reason why I take you guys into where they say they worship Satan. Practical to go and, to go and see that the doses are useless. Enter into the forbidden forest in Ejebulan and nothing happened out of it. They sent a bird to kill me, an owl, about five feet wide. I commanded it from the sky, life out of it, it came down dead. It's on the internet, go check it, Apostle Williams, an evil bird. Not because I have any authority, but because we have the authority given by Jesus to all who believe in him. To all who believe in him. But those who live in glass house don't throw stones. You must make up your mind, either to walk in godliness... So that you can take authority over everything of the devil. And godliness is easy. Godliness is not saying you are a perfect man. But you follow the Lord. Excuse me. Therefore. Write this down. I'm summarizing it now. You are ordained by the Lord Jesus. Jesus has chosen you for one purpose to rescue man from sin, from the hands of the devil. So, in the book of John 15 16, 
King James Version says, You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that ye should go and bring forth fruit, and your, that, 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 fruit, that your fruit should remain or last. That whatsoever ye ask shall ask of the Lord in my name, the Father may give to you. But look at NIV. It says, You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit. Fruits that will last. Then the Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. Did you understand that? What is bearing fruit? It's talking about snatching people from hell. That's what Jesus was referring to there. You are born to set others free. I was talking with one of my members in Germany yesterday. I did um, a ministerial training for them. But before the time, I spoke one of the deaconesses. And the deaconess said, Apostle, do you not know why I thank God for meeting and becoming a member of Christ with Tabernacle? I said, tell me. He said, she said, I, we, my husband and I went to a church when we decided to give our life to Jesus. And that church told my husband, I have demons. I'm a cult member. And it destroyed my marriage. All my family hated me. And I too was looking for who will remove the demon from me. Eh? He said, when I go to Christ with Tabernacle, that is where my marriage was restored. Because someone told me, I'm a child of God. Someone told me I'm full of the Spirit of God. She said, now my family is free. Excuse me. She's not the only one. I've met a woman before who had a, a good marriage. And suddenly the pastor came to do evangelism crusade. They went there. And the pastor was just passing in the eye. When he passed the woman, he pulled the hair of the woman from the back. And the woman went to come into, into shock. And she fell down. And she said, demon, 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 demon. Okay? And it was like a joke. The man was using Brixton. Some of you have been in London for a long time, know him. I don't want to mention his name, but I can mention him because I'm, I'm legally covered. Now, but I won't mention him. <laughs> I don't mention him. <laughs> it's a fact. I, I know. I know my Lord. So, but I won't mention him now. But you will know him. I will describe him to the place whereby he cannot escape. Now, listen to me. <laughs> oh, he wants to expose every work of darkness. And that man used to have, be in, in Brixton. And we say, Jim, 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 Jim. You understand now? So, <laughs> so, if you didn't know him, don't worry. May God not let you know people like them. <laughs> and the woman, the husband, they got home that day. The, the man there said, seven days deliverance. And the husband said, ah, I love my wife. Please, anything, anything you can. Whereas the woman is spirit-filled. But because of the influence of the word minister of God, she doubted her salvation and she believed a lie. That's where her predicament started. And the husband began to tell the wife, confess! The wife said, what should I confess? I've confessed Jesus. He said, the man said, you are a witch. The woman said, I don't know witchcraft. Tell him to pray. Maybe God should open my eyes. They have been married for about 15 years then, I suppose. And this problem started in the family. 
The man who said they should come and do deliverance, he was collecting money every day to do deliverance. And they were just pushing the woman misbehaving. A, a person who is married, pressing her breast, pressing her belly. <laughs> Which Jesus is that? Don't you know people who do that are witches themselves? They are occultists. They are not of God. Because Jesus see a demon possessed. He cast the demon out. He embraced the man and the man sat with him. When I cast out demons from Shakirat, who even came to kill me in Nigeria, Ketu, I cast demon out of her and I hug her. Because I know if I hug her with this my hand, I will see demon that will remain. Let her to Christ. She gave her life to Christ. I hugged her. Said, you came to kill me, but I come to give you life. Amen. Separated her from the devil. This woman was miserable for six months. In the house, the whole house became another dwelling place of devils. They couldn't pray anymore. And then one day, the woman said to the husband, But we follow Apostle Williams. He sees, he has seen Jesus. Let's go and ask him. Maybe he will deliver me. You know, the woman have accepted that lie. So they came to my office. They phoned me and I said, come. They never told me where they're coming from. They came to my office. And when they came to my office, as they were sitting, I said, woman, why are you, why are you so shattered? You are filled with the Holy Spirit of God. The husband was sitting down. I said, who, who lied to you? The man began to cry like a baby. He said, that's what we came to see you for. And they told me their demise. And I said to the man, I will not blame you for your ignorance, but you need to apologize to this woman. A woman who met you, you had nothing. She went to be working hard labor in London to educate you in university till you graduated. Before she now decided to go and do nothing. She first took care of you. Who dare tell you that she's a witch? The witch not kill you for 15 years. There are still many people listening to me who are victims of sword. Come on, get out from among them. When Jesus saves, he saves completely. Anyone who tells you that a Christian needs deliverance is mad. Totally mad out of his brain. How many apostles have you seen? After born again, they went to do deliverance. Apart from baptizing them in the water, they baptized in the Holy Ghost, and that's it. Let me tell you, infantry of Satan have joined the church of the living God. They are the ones who perpetrate all these wrong doctrines. I'm going to leave you with this. Always remember, you did not choose Jesus, he chose you. What a grace and mercy. A sinner like myself, the son of a wizard, my mother, my mother was a princess of Baal. And Jesus brought me from that womb and chose me. He chose you and I. If it was for us, we don't want him. But because of us, he died. He paid the price of his life for it. And I want to say this to you guys. You must make sure that price that Jesus paid to redeem you, you go out of this building and plunder hell. You don't need to first to do that. Plunder hell. That's what you are assigned to do. Tell people about Jesus. Let it loose from your mouth. Tell him how much he loves you. Tell him how you were a sinner and he forgave you. Tell him how much he has blessed you. Tell him.
hearing testimonies of people you hear. That is why Jesus appointed us to bear fruit that are fruit with life. In the book of Romans chapter 10 verse 7 verse 14, he says, how then shall we... No, 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 no. let me read first to you. Yeah, yeah, let's go to that. You are sent to preach, I told you, the good news. He says, how then can they hear? Call on him in whom they have not believed. And how shall they believe in whom they have not heard? It says, and how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they are sent? You already have been sent by Jesus to preach the gospel. You are sent to preach the gospel. Your pulpit is in the market. Your pulpit is in the office. Your pulpit is in the bus stop. This pulpit is for Apostle Williams. It's a training ground to equip you so that you go out there and blow the devil down. Let people have hope that you have found in God. There's no one like him. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous will run into it and what? Be saved. Don't let the devil lie to you. If you give your life to Jesus, that's it. I don't conduct deliverance. I cast out devils. And I don't cast out devils unless he tells me to do so. I see demons and I let them go their way. Jesus didn't tell me that go into the world and cast out demons. Go into the world and what? Preach the gospel. Preach the gospel. But if anybody I preach to accept Jesus Christ, I will make sure that demon don't follow you. Even he cannot. Because the moment light enters into darkness, darkness disappears by itself. I only make sure you really are convicted before you confess Jesus Christ. Once you are convicted, and devils will fly out of you, man. Someone says that. He said, the demons can stay in your body when you die and you rapture, carry him to heaven. I, did you hear what I just said? I said, demon can be in your body. Present your body in the morning to Jesus Christ. Present your body to Jesus in the afternoon. In the night, present him. Wake up in the midnight and present your body. Lift up your hands. Bless the name of the Lord. Worship the one who died for you. Forget about sins. Hallelujah. The Bible says, present your body. As a living I don't care if you tell me demon is in my body. That's a good demon. Himself and only God are living together. He must be a good guy. Holy Ghost is in me. <laughs> Holy Ghost is in me. And you say demon is there. What is my, what my business? I, Jesus told me one day, why are you worried about what you cannot see? I think I told you before. My friend told me, why are you worried about what you cannot see? You, you cannot, the things that you can see, you don't concentrate so that you can know what to do. And you are thinking about what you cannot see. Oh my God, what, 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 the, the spiritual realm, eh? spiritual realm, <clears throat> the one we can see, we deal with. Someone says that you have demon. Thank you. I have Holy Ghost too. It's my answer. Any prophet, any priest, say, you have demon. Say, I have Holy Ghost too. I'm a child of God. You see that one that I didn't see. I have a God who sees all I cannot see. So if God sees that demon, and every day Holy Ghost inside me, and demon is in my body, and they are working together, then I have no business with that. My business is, walk with the Lord. What he said I shouldn't do, I don't do. Walk in the fear of God. Love the Lord my God with all my heart. Serve him with all my heart. Obedience to him. And you see what demon if demon is in my body, I will go and look for ten bodies to cast the demon out of them. But the one in my body, let him stay. Anywhere you know, you didn't get what I said. I just spoke in tongues. Eh? 
when you begin to sing, My Lord is a consuming fire. My Lord is a consuming fire. Don't you see? Instantly my body will catch fire. The demon that is there, if that fire is good for him, let him remain and be dancing and be dancing and be dancing. It's lie. Jesus said a source cannot bring hot and cold together. Light and darkness cannot shine in the same place together. When light comes in, you don't command darkness to live. Darkness will have to live by himself. If he does not live, light will change, change him out. Don't let anyone deceive you anymore. We are here to spoil principalities and powers. Those things have no credence over us. They have no power. They used to. But now that we are born of God, we overcome the world. These are victories that overcome the world. Even our faith in Him. Listen to me. You are God's infantry. It says in the book of 2 Timothy chapter 4, 2 verse 4, no one serving as a soldier gets himself involved in civilian affairs. He wants to please his commanding officer. If you are a soldier, you cannot mingle with civilians. Or behave like civilians. You know? And every one of us are soldiers. Number one. Two, we are, our regiment is the earth. And number three, we have power to control anything that happens on earth. A Christian is a soldier of, of Christ. Okay? He has posted you to the earth. This is your regiment. And then, he has given you power to control everything that happens around you. You know, what we must not accept any longer, when you live here today, I want you to live here and renewed in your mind. That whatever happens around you is what you permit. Whatever you do not permit cannot happen. Am I talking to somebody? Just give me five more minutes of your time. Psalm 115 verse 16 says, The highest heaven belongs to God, but the earth he has given to man, to sons of man. Our regiment posting is earth. Then when we die, we will join the infantry of heaven. And then Revelations 19 will be fulfilled. But you must know this. You are a soldier of Christ. And you cannot hinder yourself with all these things that entangle people on earth. That's why you cannot dress like them. You cannot behave like them. Because your, love, your heart should be love of God. You know, someone says to me that, how do we know what dress that we should be wearing? How do we know how we should appear? Did the Bible not talk about modesty? You check the word modesty. And then you know. Excuse me. Somebody who puts on something that is wrong knows in his heart is wrong. How can you? Everybody dress. Their clothes are okay. And you came to the same church and your jeans are torn. You show your laps. Show your leg. It, it's torn. I mean, a, a man that is sensible, how can he wear a cloth that is torn? In Africa, it's mad people who wear it. In England, it's mad people who wear it. Or who wore it. I think that would be a better concept. Because now we don't even know who is mad. Because everybody dressed the same way. Everybody's just dressing the same way. Ah, mean. You know what modest is. If a person doesn't know what modest is, 
then that person needs to reassess his salvation. I will stop by letting you know the greatest weapon that God has given to you. What is that weapon? What is your greatest weapon? You remember last lecture we did here? What is your greatest weapon? Your mouth! Matthew 16, let's see 18 and 19, and then we go to the Matthew 18 19. What did he say? Put it on the board. Matthew, Matthew 16, 18 and 19. Keys, I've given you the keys of heaven. I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, the gates of hell, it is, cannot prevail against who? You. And then he said, why? I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, whatever you want, bind on earth is what? Bind in heaven. By Satan or not, is by the devil. Do you need anointing to do so? No. You have been given when you are born again. You are not looking for it. It's the name Jesus. Jesus said, whatever you ask in my name, my father will do it. Whatever you lose on earth is lose in heaven. As a soldier, that is your command. Look, so, what, what, what are things happening around you and you keep quiet? Why are you looking for someone to come and pray for you? Over what is not right around you. If you don't like something, open your mouth, bind it. It is an obligation for you to do so. Jesus said, whatever you ask, whatever you bind. So when things are bad around you and you keep quiet... Then heaven thought you like it. You remember Bartimaeus to get his sight back? What it cost him? He shouted, Jesus, son of David, have mercy. There's no gentleman in it. When you have pain, gentleman, you will shout. If you have real pain, you will shout. And shouting is part of releasing pain, isn't it? So, why can't you lift up your voice and, and, and with a loud cry, stop insanity around you and command what should be concerning you. You have a destiny, it shall be fulfilled. Nothing can hinder you. Anything that comes across your way, open your mouth. Burn in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Don't believe that anybody has authority you don't have. Every Christian has the same authority. If you see some of us who act this way, it's because we only have faith in the undertaking that Jesus gave. Jesus cannot lie. If I have to pray for something to happen that I don't like, I mean, so stop, that I don't like, if it costs me one year, heaven will be hearing my voice. He will, heaven will be hearing my voice. Because he has told all the three parties of it. Ask, seek, and knock. Heaven will have my until that thing becomes what I say. Excuse me. Jesus gave us undertaking enforceable promise. It cannot be revoked. And then in 1819, again I tell you, shall we stand up together, please? Let's read this together. Again. Again, I tell you. 
How many of you are married here? Wave your hand to me. Raise your hand. If you are married, the Bible says, what you agree. Don't let Satan call this agreement between you to the place where you go and sleep in disagreement. This is terrible, what I'm tell you. There is somebody who, that person was my spiritual son, who is a pastor. And himself and his wife always lived together in the same room until he came about this. You know, there are some ministers who say that their wife should sleep in another room because it's contaminating the anointing. You have heard that before? Yes, some ministers are so foolish that they say that. You know what happened? They went, the man went and took his room and the wife took another room. And someday in the morning, the man was struck. He collapsed. He had struggled for some time. If the wife was sleeping by him, she would have called 999. He would have been alive. And the woman was not there. So after struggling, holding his chest to the door, he crashed by the door dead. The woman waited. He didn't find him. After a few hours, he said, oh, no, no, that doesn't stay so long. He went, she went and pushed the door. The, woman, the man was dead. Called the ambulance. The ambulance said he had been dead for a few hours. They could not revive him. Did the Bible not say, how good and pleasant together if men will live in unity? I think it's Psalm 130 or so. It's like the oil poured upon the head. That comes to the collar. For there the Lord command blessing. And Jesus says that whatever two shall agree together. Some, some believers need to know this. You may be struggling with life if you are a married person. Let me say what one of the things Satan does. They attack marriage so that you will not agree. Let me say how you can overcome it. Look, you are a human being. Your husband or your wife is a human being. Okay? Allow the humanity of them to make mistakes. So that that does not affect your relationship. Excuse me. Whatever my wife chooses to do does not affect relationship. In the church today, the Lord told me that there is a woman who said you will not come to church anymore. And the Lord said to me to tell the husband in New Cross now that don't worry about her. She doesn't want to come to church. Let her sit at home. But husband and wife, you shouldn't be obstructed. Satan is looking for you. Every way the devil tries to get you, shut the door against it. That's what I'm telling you. Don't let what does not matter destroy what matters. You have a destiny as husband and wife. You have a place to go designed by God. It is your collaboration, your cooperation that will take you there and transparency. Anything that will attack that, don't allow it. So that you both can agree. That is one lecture. Before we close and, and we pray. Those who are enlisted in soldiers, in army, do not engage in civilian affairs. Please, stay away from the world. I'm talking about the pattern of this world. There is nothing beautiful or sweet that the world has to offer. There is a young man in this church. At a very tender age, he just woke up one day and told the mother he wants to be a soldier. I don't know the age, whether it was nine or... or, or or 13 or whatever. My mother said, are you this small boy? What are you talking about? 
He said he wants to be a soldier. And the mother was asking him a question. That as young as he, he, he was, he had investigated about army. Beyond what the mother could comprehend. And he began to tell the mother. Before the mother knew it, he wrote to the Ministry of Defense in England. He's a black boy. They invited him to the Ministry of Defense. He went to the Ministry of Defense. The mother has to follow him because he's an underage. When he got there, the head of army opened the door, come in. When he came in, he marched like a soldier and he stood like a soldier. Small boy. And down was talking to him. His hand was at his back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Like a soldier. Everything that you expect from a big soldier, that's what he was doing. And the man said, yes, you will be. You will be a soldier. Yes. That is how they, are, they received him. He went to the, to the continuous primary school also with, the, with, the, with, the, with that. And they would take him and train him. And in a short time, the boy who used to work like this before was working like this. Uh-uh. When I shake his hand, I will try to touch his body. His body is like steel. He has changed completely. His physique has changed completely. When he walks, he walks as if you look at him, it's, it's like he's, he's walking like this. But that is his nature now. He has been totally brushed up. He finished his university in the army. And he came to tell me that, um, uh, that I want to go and do this uh, program. You know, I think it's computer, whatever. I said, yes. But remember that you are a general. Anything you do, stay in that army. Don't leave the army until you become a general. Because that's what I told him when he first came to me. He's back in full force. If you look at him, in his body, he looks like a soldier. In his demeanor, he looks like a soldier. He does not look like a civilian. That your trouser is falling from your... <laughs> Excuse me. Some people are trying to, tra- to, to do... Um, uh, what do you call it now? They're trying to slim down. They watch their weight. No, he doesn't watch his weight. His weight is watching him. Because, <laughs> because when you are enlisted in the army, you cannot engage any longer with civilian affairs. He's in our midst this morning. I'll tell you this. You are looking, you are looking around. I won't call him. <laughs> I will call him. I have quoted him enough. Now, that is what we are. The strength in you created the heavens and the earth. Jesus gave you that strength. Now you are going to lift up your voice. Thank God we are God's army. Thank God that you are enlisted in God's army. Thank God for the grace he has given to you. Thank God for the power available to you. Thank God for the privilege of serving in his infantry. Thank God that Satan did not deceive you and I. Thank God for the authority that resides in your lips. When you call the name of Jesus, heaven recognize your voice. Lord, we bless your name. Lord, we exalt you. For if a man is in Christ Jesus, a new creation. All things are passed away. All things have become new. All this is from God who reconciled us through his son to himself. 
and given us the ministry of reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors of Christ. As if God was making this appeal to us. Lord, we bless your name for the authority. Thank you for kingdom authority. Thank you for kingdom authority. Thank God. The Bible says we have been raised with Christ and seated with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Give God the glory and praise and honor. Lord, we magnify thee. Lord, we magnify thee. Lord, we glorify thee. Lord, we exalt you. Be thou exalted, O God. Blessed be your name, O God. Blessed be your name, O God. Thank you, Father. Now I want to begin to destroy everything that exists around you that you don't want. Don't worry whether you cost it. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. Don't worry about your past mistakes anymore. If you have given your life to Jesus, He said, There are sins I remember no more. The destiny God has called you to fulfill, you will fulfill it. Begin to speak in the name of the Lord. I am a child of God. I take authority in the name of Jesus. If you have some attitudes that you are struggling with, command them to cease. Command their doors to be shut. Command your soul to begin to flourish. Command your body out of sickness. Command your mind to be healed. Begin to speak in the name of Jesus. My mind receive healing in the name of Jesus. My mind receive healing in the name of Jesus. My body receive healing in the name of Jesus. <coughs> begin to decree. The Bible says your body is the temple of God. Tell the Lord, switch on the fire in me. Lord, switch on the fire in me. God, the Holy Spirit, send your fire to my body, to my soul, to my heart. Everything that the devil planted be consumed right now. In the name of Jesus Christ, let my heart be purified. Say things like that. Let my mind be purified. Ask for the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of insight of God, the spirit of knowledge of heaven. Tell, let, it, let him come upon you. Unction from heaven to function in your divine call, in your divine gift. Begin to declare them to manifestation. In the name of Jesus Christ, I am what God says I am. I am not what God says I am not. I operate by the power of the Most High. Watch by the blood of the Lamb. In the name of Jesus Christ, take authority over the devil. Rebuke him in the name of Jesus. Over your marriage, over your family, over your children, over your husband, over your wife. The Bible says, God warned kings concerning them, saying, touch not God's anointed, and make God's prophet no harm. Yes, Lord. Your destiny must be fulfilled. Your destiny must be fulfilled. Lord, we pray thee. We are going to the end of the month. Tell the Lord about these last few days. This is the month of restoration. The Lord will restore to you the years the locusts have eaten. He will restore you back. We apply to heaven every blessing God had pronounced. Release upon your people in the name of Jesus Christ. We stand by the promise of Jesus and we ask in the name of Jesus before this time next week that every 
one will testify. We destroyed the house of hell. We pulled down the stronghold of Satan. In the mighty name of Jesus. Tell the Lord, we set free the captive here. Anyone captive, be free in the name of Jesus Christ. Pray for your family, your extended relationship. Captives, be set free by the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Stony heart be melted in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Pray for the salvation of all your brethren. It was for freedom that Christ set us free. No longer to be subject to yoke of slavery. Blessed be your holy name, O Jesus. Blessed be your holy name. Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one promised eternity for those who follow him. But Jesus said, I'm going to my Father to prepare a place for you. And I will come back and take you to myself. It is you who believe in Jesus that Jesus promised salvation. Power over all the powers of the devil. So I say be free in your soul. Be free in your soul. Thank you Father God. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus anointed name we are prayed. Come on let me say something to you. If there is somebody who is thinking about his sins, it's because Jesus wants you to repent. He is Holy Spirit that reflects our mind to our sins, so that we may have peace with God. My father was a wizard. My mother was a Muslim, Kuburat. My grandfather was the first chief imam of Abulifo, Rabbi Atuwije. My father, Kokorinti Kujunongo Relewa Takiji. That was his name given by Lucifer. But they met Jesus. When they met Jesus, they took a turn. I said they took a turn. I said they took a turn. Out of that womb came Alfred. Alfred, great things will happen in you. The Bible says God gave Jesus a name that's above all names. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall what? So you are going to say something for me. Everyone that you know among your friends and families that are not yet saved, have not come to the knowledge of salvation, tell the Lord, reveal yourself to them. Just pray, reveal yourself to my family members, my, my siblings, my friends, my friends. Lord Jesus, let them know about your love. If God, if God showed mercy to my father and mercy to my mother, and the boat came to the knowledge of Christ shining lights that knows no end Lord stretch your hand of mercy to all 
all my family members who are yet to know you. No one comes to the Lord unless you choose them. Let it be pleasing to you that you choose them, Lord. My unsafe friends. Father. Father. In Jesus' name we had prayed. Lord, I present all these people before you, together with your families. You said, come unto me, O ye that labor and are heavy laden, and you'll find rest for your soul. <coughs> we come to you, and we found rest. How can we tell people how much you are? How can we tell people how much you have done for us? There is no man on earth or any religious leader who told his followers to call their name and they will see God move. But you, the Son of God, we have spoken in your name, we have seen the blind see, we have seen the lame walk. On the street two weeks ago, one of the members laid hands on a cripple on this main road, this main road, the marketplace, and the cripple leapt out of the wheelchair. And he began to walk. What a God are you. We want your revelation to fill the earth. That all our loved ones, our family members, all our friends who have not known you, that you will reveal yourself to them. <coughs> Let them know about your saving grace. Back to the east, to the north, to the south and the west, to give them up. But for this under my voice, I pray. You are entering the la- you have entered today, the last week of the month of October. Before this week ends, whatever has been your request from January till now shall be granted. Amen. Because it starts the month of restoration, the Lord will restore your fortune. Amen. Whatever Satan has eaten out of you will be restored back by God. Amen. Whatever the devil has destroyed in your life and family shall be restored. Amen. You will live every day of this week with testimonies. Amen. Your mouth shall be filled with laughter. Amen. The plans you have will receive provision. Amen. For your vision, I call forth provision in the name of Jesus Christ. For God, you are not a man that you should lie. I speak. The destiny you have ordained for each of these people shall be fulfilled. <laughs> Angels will work on your behalf. Amen. Resources shall be given unto you. Amen. My God and my King. Anyone sick under my voice. Be healed in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. If Satan is battling any life here, Satan, lose all in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Thank you, Father. As we journey to 2024, Lord, reveal yourself to everyone. It is your promise for us. To us. Reveal yourself to everyone. We thank you for yesterday. We thank you for today. We are grateful for tomorrow. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are prayed. Let everyone bow your heads. I want to ask if anyone is here who wants to dedicate their lives to God. 
or you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, just put your hand on your chest and read after me. <coughs> Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you because you died for me. I believe in my heart that God raised you, Jesus, from the dead. I confess with my lips. Jesus, you are my Lord. I receive forgiveness of all my sins from you. I ask Jesus come into my heart. I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Father, for saving me. In Jesus' name. <clears throat> if it's your first time, you have read that, you can make yourself known. When we finish service, you come to the right here. We have some leaders who will share with you. But if <clears throat> you are rededicating your life to Christ, I want to say to you that from the month of November, I will begin to have some seminars with you. And I will let you know. <clears throat> we will look into your state now as a believer. For you, church, I receive instruction from the Lord Jesus to teach you in November about reality of hell. And in, in December, into New Year, we'll talk about paradise, the abode of the righteous. So that we know the reality about reality of hell, who can go to hell, who cannot go to hell, how you can be certain <clears throat> upon the face of the earth concerning eternity with Christ, and what heaven is. I will show you the description of paradise, and also we will, we will you know, dialogue together. And the intention of those two months is for you to be able to teach those things to others. God would look at the scriptures. It's not going to be like preaching. It will be a dialogue, a discussion every Sunday. And of course, in our prayer line too, sometime as God will permit. The Lord strengthen you. You are going into a week that is powerful. Whatever issues that have been a problem from tomorrow, expect solution. I tell you, the prayer line that we're having is today 1,306 days, I think tonight and we'll be meeting tonight at eight o'clock if you have any requests hold them that is we meet on the zoom we don't come here daily we, we pray daily on the zoom and all your brothers across the globe join also many churches join that line take that line link and send it to every friend that you know we have seen testimonies of what god did during this meeting but I want to make sure that not only will you propagate it, you, you also make sure you, you, you commit yourself to it. And go out and tell people about the love of Jesus Christ. <clears throat> Many people are confused now. You see that little thing happening in Israel? It's a combustion that will bring a time to the whole world. It is a situation that will not finish just like this. But I've told you before it came that the promise of the Lord is with those who fear Him and who believe in His name. In the midst of this, this is when the church will be exalted. In nations, this is when Christians 
will be exalted in nations. And I want to say to you, get ready. The rain is coming. The Lord bless you. Please be seated. Before, before I receive um, Pastor Ben, I want to welcome the visitors myself. And also remind you that today is Apostles Sunday. It's uh, meet your pastor. Amen. Those of you who have put your name down, if you have been in this church for some time and you have not uh, attended the forum, we call meet your pastor. After this meeting, the the uh, pastor pastor will come and tell you where I will go and how we do it. It will be my delight today to sit down with you. Not in this color. I will change so that <clears throat> we will sit together and wrap together. And if you have any question, you can ask me. <coughs> At that time, you'll be able to ask me. Also, it is a great honor for me to welcome everyone who is worshipping in this cathedral for the first time. If this is your first time of worshipping here, please could you raise your hands? Anyone? Please can you st- rise up please? We want to welcome you. Anyone coming up for the first time, please? Stand up, we have a little bit of you. You are very welcome. In the pack that uh, you are given, there is a gift in it for you. And also, there is a form to fill. And you drop the form with us so that we can serve you better. In this church, we, we preach the gospel this way. But we have various streams in the church. Functionaries in the church that can help in various ways. We have the medical section, the law section, business section. And we do various forums various uh, empowerment program in the church which will be accorded to you you are very very welcome to christ with tabernacle now let's just welcome pastor ben for our offering pastor ben please hallelujah oh come on let's do it better to the law let somebody do it better amen Daddy, thank you so much. It's, it's so refreshing to sit under him. I believe so strongly that every one of us receive a portion of direct word from heaven. Amen? And as we were praying in the spirit, I saw that a switch, a, a huge light had been thrown on us. And I asked God, God, what is that? He says, I'm giving my people fresh understanding of committing and giving their lives to me. So believe that something has been deposited in our lives. Amen? As soon as you leave, you go back the message again. It's so awesome that God should speak to us the way he has spoken to us because he has enlisted you and I as soldiers of the end time. Amen? All right. Offering time. Thank you, Daddy. Thank you. First Chronicles 29 
And I say this to say that if you don't pray for him every day, then you are in trouble. Because the prayers releases the word of the Lord from heaven. Amen. First Chronicles 29, I'll read from 13 and 14. Now, our God, we give you thanks and praise your glorious name. But who am I and who are my people that we should be able to give generously as this? Now note the next phrase. Everything comes from you. And we have given you only what comes from your hand. Amen. So, as we are about to give to God, everything that we have acquired, achieved, God has helped us to build for ourselves. He made it this way, that you and I will be able to do. You know, the book of Isaiah we are reading, he said, Who amongst the God will say that he can save like I would do? I am the only God that blesses, that keeps alive. And you have the privilege to serve this God. And so, in a minute, as we are preparing, I want you to bow down your head. You're going to give to God. He said, everything we have, it was God that gave to us. And he's given us a blank check to give to him. The details have been already put on the screen. Those of us that are giving electronically. And if you want to give by the envelope, please indicate by your hand. So the ashes will see you and give it to you. But I want you to pray. Talk to God. You heard the word. The servant of God spoke so clearly and so distinctly the voice of heaven to us. That God has an agenda. He has an interest. Not only in you, your children, my children, and that which pertains to us. And David said, Who am I and who are my people? What are my family that you have brought us this far? Talk to him and then make your prayer, giving yourself first and your offering to him. Our Father, we want to thank you once again for speaking to us the way you have spoken to us this morning. That we are grateful to hear the words, the eternal words of heaven that comes from the very counsel of Yahweh. For you loved us so well and we are mindful of the fact that not all men have this privilege. And so together with David, we say, who are we and who are our people that we should have this privilege to be able to come close to the very altar of Yahweh, the one who lives forevermore, and even having the privilege to bring our substance before you. We ask that may it be acceptable in your presence, and let your fire come from above to consume this. And, that, and just as you have spoken, that when you deliver and saves, you saves completely. So therefore, the touch that has happened to us here individually, 
let every one of us have an tangible testimony to this. That the gathering of the people is not unto man, but unto you, O God. To glory, Father. To glory, Son. And to glory, Holy Ghost. And let the saints say, Amen. 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 Shall we be pleased? Upstanding.
thank you, O God. Daddy, we thank you for what you have done this morning. We give you all the praise. We give you all the honor. We give you all the worship for breaking the chains and setting us loose. The devil cannot deceive us any longer. We are going home empowered, enlightened with the revelation from heaven to be a terror to the forces of darkness. So you have ordained us to be. And so this is the holy offering brought by your holy people. Let your holy fire come from above and consume this holy sacrifice. In Jesus' name, amen. Shall we take our place and receive Pastor Fumi? Let's do it better to... Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you aware that you are blessed to be in this house? This house which is the church of the living God. The pillar and foundation of truth. It is only truth that comes forth from this pulpit. We are blessed to be part of this house. I'm blessed to be part of this house. And the Lord continue to bless you all. The Lord continue to bless our father and our mother who he uses to deliver that word of truth. Just a few announcements before we bring the meeting to a close. Apostle has welcomed the visitors. I hope, I want to believe that all the visitors received the pack from the ushers. Would that be correct? Would I be correct? Would I be correct? Yes, thank you. Only one usher acknowledged. Maybe only one usher served them. God bless you. Uh, Very quickly tonight, we will have our home group in our homes at 7 p.m., with the whole of our families, children included, and we'll be reflecting on the book of Jeremiah from verses 29 to 42 tonight. So children can also contribute. You know, they're also learning, and they can share with us what they have learned. And God bless you as you do this. We'll have our prayer and communion service at 8 p.m. as usual uh, on Zoom, YouTube, and free conference call. Uh, If you're a visitor or it's the first time you're joining us, please take the details down. Otherwise, you can take the details from the reception after we uh, close the service and join the prayers. We hold the prayers every night in this house. You heard Apostle announcing the number of days since COVID. Because before COVID, we held the meetings in the church. So we started counting from COVID time. Um, I would like to... Remind all those who registered to join the Meet Your Pastor program today that the meeting will be taking place immediately after the service upstairs in the Hall of Mirrors. If you don't know where the Hall of Mirrors is, uh, when you get to the entrance, ask one of the ushers or protocol members and they will direct you upstairs. So if you registered, please make your way up. Uh, We'll make an exception for those who joined the meeting for the first time today. So the visitors that the ushers gave packs, if you would like to join this meeting, you're welcome. You're exempted from having registered because you wouldn't have known. This is a great opportunity to meet with Apostle, Reverend Omar, all the leaders of the church, the leaders of departments. We get a bit more insight into the purpose of this church You get an opportunity to understand what each department does, and you can actually join a department when you come to meet your pastor. 
And then we also like to hear from you. How did you come about us? What have you learned? How has your life been impacted? And so on and so forth. I won't tell everybody else what happens there. But if you're registered, please make your way up and we'll have meet your pastor. And then we'll have a meal after that. Uh, very quickly also for the workers in the house. Now our workers Christmas dinner is taking place on Sunday the 17th of December at the Hilton Wembley. We've announced that the prices have been kept at pre-COVID levels. Please contact your head of department to register so that we know that you will be attending and we can uh, make the final arrangements before the closing date. We're also extending the invitation to the spouses of workers who are not currently workers or in a department. So if your husband or your wife is a worker and you are not yet a worker, we extend the invitation to you so you can join us for the workers' dinner. Uh, and the Lord will bless you. Um, for, the, for those who have young children, I think I announced that we were exploring options around catering for the younger children, babies, and so on. Unfortunately, that didn't come to fruition. We couldn't get a, a cost-effective option. And so I'd like to encourage you to please trigger your child care arrangements so that you can be part of the uh, uh, workers' Christmas and appreciation dinner. And the Lord continue to bless you. Amen? Amen. Um, finally, I would like to apologize to all the parents who had young children who would have been in Sunday school this morning. Um, it was not a planned situation that we had this morning, and so your children were in church. We have made alternative arrangements to ensure that when these things come up, it doesn't impact, they don't impact the Sunday school. And, uh... Along with Pastor Lizzie this morning, we've had a look at the additional facilities uh, that Apostle has put in place so that the Sunday school children have their permanent place. So my apologies uh, on behalf of the church to all the children who had to come into the service this morning and the parents. Uh, but from next Sunday, you'll have your permanent arrangements, which mean that irrespective of what's happening, your children will continue to have their Sunday school, which we know is critical for children in this day and age. And the Lord bless you. I'm going to invite our Father to, oh, I beg your pardon, not yet. I'm going to invite Pastor Nike, who is going to tell us a little bit more about what is happening in this house, starting from today. Everybody understands what's happening? Do we? What is it? Choir. Oh, wow. The women of Royal Destiny is 30 years old. Uh, and our international convention has commenced. Pastor Nike will tell us a little bit more about the details for the week. And the Lord bless you. Make sure you're there. Don't miss any meeting. Praise the Lord. Good morning, everyone, and happy Sunday again. And to our wonderful women, happy anniversary. Um, as Pastor Fumi has said um, just a few minutes ago, I won't go into too much details of the program because if you're part of the community, the full details of every day is um, already shared on the platform. But for those who have joined us for the first time today, um, I just want to let you know that our convention starts from tomorrow and it's going to be an amazing time. The topic for this year is woman. 
kill the little foxes. And I want to tell you, every single man and woman in the house this morning, please don't miss those sessions. Don't think that it's just a woman program. It is not. Bring your children. Bring your singles. Bring your friends. It's going to be a transformational session throughout the whole of this week. And I can guarantee you one thing for sure. From coming into the meeting this week, you'll be surprised on the insight that the Lord has given our mother in the Lord. And as she'll begin to share with us, as she'll begin to discuss and begin to point to us areas of these little foxes, I know that our lives will not remain the same in Jesus' name. I'm just, I'm just going to highlight two key things on the main program. The first one is our Anna's in the temple. That's got, if you're not working, if you're on holiday, or if, you've, if you can take time off for two hours every single day of this week, there'll be Anna's in the temple. It'll be an opportunity for us to pray for all our women and for all our guests that will be coming, and also for our mother and our father in the Lord, that God is going to show up this week, and that every single person that comes into this house, their lives will be touched in a new dimension. So please, let's keep that in mind. From 10 to 11, every single day, we're going to be having Anna's in the temple. Also, from 11 to 12, we're going to be having an, the exercise session. As you know, our mother in the Lord, she's very particular about our weight, about our health, about the way we look. And it's another opportunity for you to, if you've not done it before, come in. But when you're coming, can we please encourage you to come in your trainers and in your full exercise gear? Because Elder Balafin and Dickness Marlin are going to drill us as women. And, we're going, and it will be a drilling that you will continue after the women's convention in Jesus' name. Also, I want you to also remind us that every single day, our prayers will start in this house at 6.45. So those of you that go to work, just, don't, just catch the train and come straight into the meeting so that by 7 o'clock on the dot, the program can start and we'll go into our praise and worship session for the day. And the Lord bless us all. Now, some people were asking about, the, the, you know, where can they put their Thanksgiving offering? How do they put it in? Now, if you're a person that play, pays by direct debit, you can actually put the women's thanksgiving offering into into the church account but please can you please market the women of royal destiny thanksgiving so that when the accountants are looking at the accounts they can allocate the money to the right place and if you want to give it in the envelopes whether the blue ones which are these ones or the green ones there's parts there's a label that says women's thanksgiving you can write it on there and you can drop it in the, into the ark at the reception and finally please if you're if you want to do the massage which will be on tuesday and wednesday it's very important that you put your names down today because if we have this so that the the massager can plan you know, each session for everyone that's going to come in. And it's only Tuesday and Wednesday. So if you want to do a massage, please put your name down at, at the Women of Real Destiny desk at the reception this afternoon. And the Lord will bless you all in Jesus' name. Once again, happy anniversary. And we look forward to seeing everyone throughout the whole week. God bless you as I fight our Father in the Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well... Thank you, Pastor Nike. I think I had um, a, a little brief that mom wants to say something. Or oh, should I continue, please? Shall we rise up together in our feet, please? Look into somebody's eyes and say, God bless you. And 
babies away. Can you throw your baby away? My baby is no more in the pram. Can I speak to you in parables? During the time of Jesus on earth so that I can understand what this week is all about. My baby is no longer in the pram. He's finished primary school, finished secondary school, finished university. celebrate. We are celebrating my baby because my baby is not crippled. We are celebrating my baby because my baby is giving birth. He's birthed many, many more children. Hallelujah. That's why you can't remain at home. You can't remain at home. Please, I beg you. Both male and female, he created them. When we have our women's conference, 
man must be there, children must be there, grandchildren grandchildren must be there, everybody must come. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, are you coming to celebrate mommy's baby? (laughs) Just reply, 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 yes or no? Are you coming to celebrate mommy's baby? (laughs) It's going to be great. As you are celebrating this baby, this baby is going to grow in taller and taller and bigger. <laughs> Hallelujah. Don't leave me alone to, 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 to carry this baby home. The baby has eaten very full. It's doing difficult for me to carry this baby alone. So please join me this week as we celebrate this baby. Guess how we are going to celebrate? We are not going to party alone. We are going to start to pray in the morning. From prayer to uh, exercise, you know, that's what I want. My baby is going to look slim, tall, robust, beautifully plump, name it. So that's why we are exercising this week. Elder Balafi is there. I want to be healthy. I want to be healthy, but I cannot do this if I do not do peace. I want to be healthy. Join me, go on. I want to be healthy. Go on, go on, go on, go on. I want to be healthy, but I cannot do this if I do not do pee. Pee. If you don't do physical exercise, do pee. You know, I was taught this song many, many years ago, over 50 years ago, 160 years ago, I was taught this song. It still keeps me going on. They bring us in the hot sun, 10 a.m. in the morning, with that pee pants. You know what I'm talking about. And then we are singing, I want to be healthy. I want to be healthy. I want to be healthy, but how can I do this if I do not do PE? PE, physical exercise. So I want to celebrate by doing PE with my baby. So come and join me, please, I beg you. If you are not taking off for morning session, no worries. But if you, if you have, come in your exercising suits you have had now, and then come in your jogging bottoms, come in your, you know, the trainers, nice socks. You have to change every day because of sweat. You understand what I'm talking about? Because hygiene is part of it. Amen. At least, even if it's for only one year, let's do this one year. And those of you that want to keep on practicing, you know, most of the things I practice at home now is what I've learned in this place and in my gym. Do you understand? So, we, men should come so that I can encourage us women. All pastors, you are mandated to be there. Pastor, pastor's wife, release your husband, though. no rolling of eyes this week. Deacon and deaconesses, you have to be there. Everyone that officiates as worker, you have to be there. We are celebrating my baby. Let's celebrate my baby together. My baby will not die. Women of Rajasthani will not die. Women of Rajasthani will continue to reflect Jesus, hallelujah, all over the world. Guess what? Women with a royal destiny. We are all going to heaven. In the name of Jesus. And we are all going to rule in this kingdom that is based on righteousness and what? Justice. Hallelujah. There is no uh, problem. There is no uh, bribe. Bribery is not there. That's why we have to celebrate my baby. Please come. And in celebrating this baby, guess what we are doing? We are killing foxes. Foxes that will not make you grow in God. Foxes that will not give way to you to do the right thing. 
foxes that lay you back, foxes that make you to be lazy, you can't read anymore, foxes that will make you to go out there to do wrong things. By the time I've been killing these foxes from the beginning of this year, and this is the final torture for the foxes in our life. We are going to kill them. Please come and hear what God has to say through me. I'm not the one going to speak. I know that God Himself, the mighty one, says unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. The government is already on his shoulder. He'll be called one of the names, mighty God. We carry that mighty God. If you believe you have that mighty God, come and celebrate my baby with me. The mighty God will be able to jump in you. You will see your life transformed. You will see your life change. And when you come, don't come alone. Mothers, bring your babies. Bring your babies and children. You know, these days, some of you psychedelic mothers. You don't bring children to church anymore. Hey, my baby, it's called... No, that's not what we are doing. Bring all your... Because Jesus, when Jesus was small, the mother took Jesus to church. For this week, sacrifice that. And the Lord will bless you. And mothers, come on your own. You know? Come and pray. Those of you that want to pray, although we selected people, but you know you want to pray. Phone Pastor Nikkei, we will put you here, you pray every day because we have to pray for this baby. This baby will not die. This baby, baby will live. Hallelujah. It shall be well with you. I can go on and on and talk about my baby. No, I want to go on to talk about my baby. How sweet to hold a newborn baby. My baby is 30 years. Please come and celebrate this baby with me. And it shall be well with you. Amen. Amen. Well, can I just say that um, during the week, the prayer session is 10. Not only women. If, if you are a man and you are free, join them. But we are going to be having seminars as well in the evening before the ministration. And we are looking at raising godly children. We are living in a, in a, in a world that Satan wants to take over our children. From primary school, we are going to be looking at what is available to you, how you can raise your children that they cannot be polluted. And then that's in the evening. And then the second seminar is going to be looking at menopause. And men need to be there so that you can understand what your women go through and how to do that. This is going to be dealt with by experts in those fields. And then we look at the, you know, administration. And every night will be prophetic declaration. My job for this week is to speak over you by heaven. And of course, we will download from God. I'm sure the Lord will give us some deep information. So get your heart prepared. It is a convocation that you must not miss. Now, I want to say this. If anybody, I, I know, well, not everybody. I know that a good number of us are in position in our various offices to employ people in various areas. If there are vacancies in your office that people can take from, you know, the, the junior area to the, to the top area, please come and see Apostle directly. There are, there are some people that we need to get job to. And also, I've heard about on the television, and you might have heard about it, some people were given visas to come into England to come and work as um, health um, care, care job, and only to get here, and those institutions frustrated them. So in this church, if <clears throat> you have that business of health 
care and you can employ people who have the visas already. Please come and see me directly because we need to help people. Though a number of them may not be members of this church, but there are people whose life is facing, you know, not extinction, but terrible uh, times. And they are from Africa, from various parts of Africa. So if you are an employer for such, please come and talk to Apostle immediately after this service. I'll be standing here to receive any one of you. Now, shall we just put our hands together as we read the Lord's Prayer? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is thy kingdom, thy power and thy glory, forever and ever. Amen. Shall we just lift our right hand to heaven and read from Hebrews 13, 20 and 21. Now, may the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make us perfect in every good work to do his will, working in us that which is well-pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Turn to somebody and share Second Corinthians thirteen fourteen. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now. And to yourself, surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May God send you help from his sanctuary. And grant you support from Zion. May God remember all your sacrifices and accept your burnt offerings. May the Lord give you the desires of your heart and make all your plans succeed. We will all shout for joy this week when we are victorious and we shall be victorious in every battle. May the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, may he open the book of remembrance concerning you. And may the God of Bethel, who appeared unto Abraham and unto Jacob at Bethel, may he fill your mind and heart with revelations of heaven. Before the end of this year, you will encounter God. In Jesus' anointed name we pray. There shall be shouts of blessing, it will fall in your house.
please be seated and the ushers will lead you out row by row.